I don't even know where to start. Last year, I first tuned into the reality show Vanderpump Rules. This was years of friendship that I thought would last forever. I quickly eliminated all hobbies until I binged the entire show, but I wanted to know more. Suddenly, everything kind of turned upside down. Just raise your glasses. Soon I found others who were just as enthusiastic, or deeply entrenched, as me. I mean, it's great to have new faces, but their problems seem as complicated as their predecessors. Dossie really made us believe the goat cheese balls were heaven on earth, so I feel like our expectations couldn't have been met. Almost like being on a college athletic team, but at all times you're representing the team. He just drags the razor across his forehead like it ain't no thing, and I'm just sort of like, he was made for reality TV. This one's for you tonight. Okay. Let's get started. Vanderpump Robs is hosted by me, Rob Schulte, and I'll be bringing you a sexy, unique recap of all things VPR, starting with episode one. So tape up your uniforms, argue next to a dumpster, and subscribe now to Vanderpump Robs. Wait, Rob? Is that who we're talking about? Yeah. Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast. An amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. That was a good start, everybody. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, we are looking for something. Yeah, we're looking for something. It's fine. I'm good. I'm fine. Is everything okay? No, we I saw Jay Miles here. We're we we're so far in the future. Now, this is the here's it's the third episode this. we've done tonight. We've done so many ones too. No, uh, we're recording this in the year 2037. Yeah, <laughs> but reverse it. 2073. But uh, I, wait, <laughs> I don't do so science. We went into That's a, a callback. I'm going to be very euphemistic about this. We went into a garage. We had a wizard's brew of things put into a pipe, and we did put fire to them and inhale what was inside. And I, I think this is a good time to talk about. Oh what shit! That's put on, like. put on the ambient music. Oh yeah! All right. I'm sorry. I was just listening to his red fest bullshit over yeah. there. I think like that we, we partook of the sacred smoke well, of the of the pipe of the dragon we're, fathers. We're recording the this age of from the prohibition state of Kansas, and therefore perhaps we should not be so loud about our speakeasy activities. You're the only one that's talking about it, dude. It's because I'm baked as a cake on a lake, man. All right, here's a Star Trek engine ambient noise channel. Yep. Which, by the way, if you ever want an hour, uh, sorry, 12 hours of the sound of the engine from uh, the Enterprise, you can find it. It's on the internet. Enjoy. Just look it up on YouTube. You'll have fun. It's a wonderful thing to fall asleep to, and I've done it multiple times. Insomnia. Uh, I don't know. Like, sometimes you ever do, like, the, uh, you look up a thing of, like, uh, a thunderstorm, or there's crickets, or there's a nice natural sound you help fall asleep to. Yeah. There's a weird thing about the sound of the sound they used on Star Trek The Next Generation for the Enterprise engines that is just a good sleep. It's, it's got a, it's got a good, uh, good yeah. white noise, uh, tone to it. All right. Uh, we have, what were we gonna do? We have one corner today, right? 
<laughs> restaurant corner. That's right. You yeah. wanted to talk. You wanted to talk about restaurant corner literally a month ago. I did. <laughs> I did. And now I'm finally getting a chance podcasts. to. While I'm in England, I'm actually uh, in England right now. Probably hanging out with Stefan. Probably like yeah. chilling. And you need to. Uh, you need to do a little yeah. little like interview with Stefan. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find it. Like last mm-hmm. time, he just sort of rode up on a bike and he was there. Like he yeah. wasn't there. But it's like he ready. Up on a bike be ready to like there. record something with Stefan, and so we will I'll figure be, out how to put it inside I'll be a podcast sitting somewhere. And Stefan will just ride up and be like, "Oh yeah, well it's my time. The hour is now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna record some stuff." But yeah, hope to get that. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the Big Mill, which is by now a three week old restaurant in town. Uh, that just opened up over on 9th Street, kind of across from, like, Basil Leaf and, and uh, huh. the Quick yeah, Shop. Yeah, at the, the, the laundromat that was in front of the Duds and stuff, so it's like pizza, oh, it was yeah. laundromat, laundromat, now it's pizza place, yeah. pizza and place. So it's like now, Darwin was right. Yeah, so instead of being a two-room laundromat, it's now a two-room, like, bar and grill. Yeah. It's got huh. sports bar style. They got a lot of, lot of TVs. Over there by Village Square, which all three of us have lived in. That's yep. right. The Village Square yeah. uh, where all three of us have, have, have paid and not paid rent to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Oh, and remember that one time that the, 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 like it almost burned down? Because our our furnace was like an open flame going. Holy you didn't have shit. an open flame. There, right. <laughs> I'm glad had, that place uh, had good firewalls. It had uh, like... It was super, it was when it was super cold and like the furnace was like struggling. I was hearing like a crackle and it was just some like sparking on yeah. some wiring. I was like, that's bad. I'm going to turn this off and call them. <laughs> but the thing was nuts because it was like, this is like fucking, it was like one in the morning or something. And so I called and they're like, yeah, we'll get some, we will get some in there right in the morning. But right now we don't have someone to like roll by. You can just turn it off. And I was like, it is cold, but we could probably drift. And they were like, just turn your oven on and like open the door. I'm like, I have pets. Like, I don't want to just like <laughs> leave an open oven <laughs> rolling. Also, it's it only do so much good. I love it. We live in a town where your landlord tells you like, just, 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 yeah. Well, down. this wasn't even the landlord. This is just like the after hours like message line, which oh, is like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of those of like, they, they just hire someone to like um, take notes. Okay. So I have an interesting question here. Well, I, I, I'll answer it first. Uh, what's the first place you lived in Lawrence? And I know you guys lived in Lawrence with your folks. I did not. But, like, first place you lived in Lawrence that you were not living with your folks anymore that's also not a dorm room. Okay. Um, Because uh, uh, the first place I lived in Lawrence is a Templin Hall. But the first place uh, that I lived in Lawrence was an apartment on uh, Iowa and 26. I think it's now called Autumn Place. It was called South Point back then. And for for all I know, they haven't had this problem in, like, this is 2004, 16 years. Two fires while I lived there. One of them was real bad, and one of them was actually a good idea to trip the fire alarm, and they took care of it. Um, but uh, a third one <coughs> happened uh, that turned out to be a false alarm, and this is the one where I was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on my couch, smoking out of a one-hitter. I left my one-hitter there because I was in a panic, going, Oh my god, another fire. We're all going to die. Let me gather up our two cats who are screaming at me and get in the car with them. I forgot that I left my one-hitter there. And as soon as I got in the car, I'm like, Boy, I should go, sure go for a hit of this spicy powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> And it was gone, and I was like, well, I can't go back inside because we have to evacuate. So I go back in there. They've, like, opened the door and checked it out and noticed no one was inside and left. Except a fucking firefighter stole my goddamn box of magic powder. And and little little metal piece that went with it. And I was without it after being traumatized from a 
false alarm on a fire thing, and my San Andreas experience was ruined. That was a really sad story. I never told I feel like, it on radio. <laughs> I feel like I, I've got a lot of, like, connection points to that from, like, my first... Li- I lived at Park 25 Apartments in yeah. the first place. Adjacent. And I Basically lived in, the same place. I lived yeah. in 185, and later I lived in uh, 2B7. Foodless. But, uh, yeah. Right we, were, we were 185. We were, like, the top corner apartment, so you just pop out, like, the back door mm-hmm. and be inside Food for Less in, like, That's 90 North seconds. Dairy Queen. It was awesome. Yeah. But, uh... That was the first place I lived, but also then I was in 2B7, and then I, where I lived with, uh, at, uh, 2B7, I lived with Will's brother in law there. And go. then we moved out. He wasn't my brother in law at the time. No, the time. he wasn't. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. But, uh, <laughs> that would have been a weird. Just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, we moved out, and then, like, we were, there was like the, there was like a maintenance shed yeah. in this little area, like right by where our building was in 2. And then, like, two months after we moved out, that fucking maintenance shed burst into flames and burned down what would have been our apartment building. So, had yeah. we not moved out, our shit would have burned down. I'm going to say, that, that apartment... So, it was, uh... From what I've heard, I've known a couple of people who've lived in it was, what used to be say, Park 25, and it's great. Mm-hmm. During the Bush era, boy, did stuff catch on fire over there a lot. They're under new management, everything's fine, and I'll mm-hmm. bet it's a wonderful place, and please sponsor this podcast. I think they also realized, because I've noticed they got rid of the, when they rebuilt like that building, they don't have a maintenance area by there. I think they moved out a little more off-site. Yeah. I don't know what, what well, was going on. Well, and I think on. the same people own the whole thing now. Mm-hmm. Which, it's, uh, I will say, from having lived there and having known some people who've lived there post me living there, Pretty nice. Pretty nice, but there's no grocery store there anymore. The no. Because grocery stores are a dying thing because they cut food stamps. Yeah. So the uh, Big Mill Restaurant, mm-hmm. which yeah. is in the laundromat, yeah. which is right <laughs> by... Wait, wait, wait. the first place you lived after you moved out of your parents' house? Yeah, it was also the first place. No, I, I didn't live too far. Uh, it was on, I was on uh, Illinois, right. right over there in that yeah, same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it has, uh, it has, it does burgers, it does mm-hmm. Detroit style pizza, which mm-hmm. I didn't know what that is there Detroit was. What is Detroit style pizza? Well, it's sort it's of. It's not bullshit like Connecticut style pizza. No, is it's, it? it's a thing. It's, I think it's no, a, I mean, it's also a thing, but it's a, like, what, what's their thing? Come on. Well, okay, so it's like sort of a, a, a rectangular, mm-hmm. uh, six mm-hmm. piece, uh, personal pizza that's deep dish, but it's a light, airy kind of mm-hmm. deep dish crust. It's not a real heavy pan. Is, crust. is it like a like a like? Well, not a heavy pan crust, but where is it from the Little Caesars pan? It's like making. It's, like, it's making, like a it's like a Little Little Caesars oh, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like square. Is it's, it's kind of like like the pizza you like make yourself in your oven. Kind of pizza, if you want, like, like doing it, it, on, it, it, on, like, but doing, you're doing, like, a square pan. You do, like, easier. a deep dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it, it is. And it's, but it's, it's really nicely done. Um, I had the pizza. She had a burger. The burger was great. Yeah. Uh, the pizza was, was pretty quality. And it was for, for 10 bucks. You got, I, I think you, you know, I ate four slices and I was plenty full and yeah. had two left over. Yeah, so, some for later. uh, so yeah, That's... it's, it's a, it's a good bargain. And I didn't have the wings, but, um, I was, uh, I, I, that's definitely something I want to go back and try. But what I liked about it was, like, so many restaurants start off a little shaky because they aren't used to having the volume. But I think this, this place is a place that's, uh, some owners who have worked at other, or opened at other Lawrence restaurants and work at other Lawrence restaurants because it was real seamless. Yeah. It felt like on Saturday night, like the first Saturday night of their opening, like they've been open for years. And yeah. We, we got in. Like eight thirty nine o'clock on a Saturday night, and got got seated. We're eating within like twenty minutes, thirty That's minutes. So it was good. 
Yeah, that's I, I've been driven by there now that I think about it a long time. I used to live over there. There's yeah. kind of no reason for me to drive. Yeah, I don't get by that there. area that often. So yeah, it's interesting to know that the old laundromat that was looking like it was in decay. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's and it's it's a it's, it's become a real nice little. I feel sport. like that was always a real like just me driving down Ninth Street. People watch, especially even before I lived in Village um, Square. I'd always back when we used to hang out with the pig all the time. I would just hit that Ninth Street down to the pig and just. You just watch people doing laundry because it's like big windows right by the street. Well, I have one question about this place. Well, yeah. Do they still have the Gallagher in there? No, well, sadly. Well, with that that points off. You know, when, points when, off, but still worth checking out. When I was going there, uh, I think it's still a good endorsement. Here's, when, I'm just when gonna, I was going there, there was a Gallagher score zero out of one. Guy, I got a hot take, games. guys. Guys, I got a hot take. Every every public building. Mm-hmm. Which includes all like private businesses that are still open to the public. Agreed. Should have a Galaga machine. A Galaga machine should be available. For Libraries. Mm-hmm. Banks. Yep. Courthouses. Yeah. All restaurants. No. <laughs> That's so, true. That's true. Some pizza, restaurants pizza, wait, would no, no. be very pizza, inappropriate. Pizza Hut should have a centipede. Speaking of, speaking of Pizza Hut, can, can, can we talk about Pizza Hut for a second? Because yeah. there, there used Guys, to be... It's a, free, it's, a, it's a free place to talk about whatever we want to talk about here. We're, and we are using it That's for right. that. We are using it for that. So anyway, we're being, we are lulling just, our way through a, space to engine sounds. Let's put a ribbon around the Big Mill thing. So anyway, yeah. Big Mill restaurant... Good. Mm-hmm. Go there. Check it out. It. I will folks. now. I didn't uh, know it was there, and now it, I do. You do, and and you should go. I knew it was there. Um, My mom's going a month ago to it, and so I will have known what she said by now, but not right now. All now. right, all right, cool. So, will time travel? Yeah. Take the stick. Oh yeah. yeah. So so uh, what? Yeah, you put a ribbon on a thing. But it seemed like you you're doing that on your path to another thing. That was like the end of one journey, and another one was about to begin. I was, I was gonna, I That's was what gonna, you implied to me. I was going to open the, the way you talked to, to and the look you gave us in your eyes. <laughs> you did it. I was going uh, to go into a whole new, uh, yeah story, but I'm, I'm not now because I'm actually. I'm, what's really interesting is I'm in England right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a, in in real life, as people are hearing this right now, you are in uh, England. Which, I'm in Norwich. And I'm assuming that we're calling it England because by the time you're there, both Scotland and Northern Ireland will have severed from the United Kingdom. Yeah. And England is all that's left. Boy, And how Wales. Do, boy, how do They're you, still hanging they're, on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's like Thunderdome. Man, what happens there? if Wales leaves, guys? What happens if Wales right leaves? Right now, I'm probably... I'm <laughs> What's probably, that going to do to England's self-team if Wales leaves? I, I may be killing Oh, my man. God. Wales, by the way, Welsh in people, if you're hearing this and you want to give the middle finger to England after all this time, because maybe you do. Maybe in your heart of hearts you really do. Maybe you don't. What if, if Wales leaves? Before one of the other ones, but what if they this, just up and go? Oh my God, you guys! What could, if they up and you go? You guys could have played the longest con of giving them the finger in history. What if like England comes back from work one night and like they just realize that Wales like moved all their shit out and I then have, all of a sudden like Wales is independent? Want, like they just do it? Like just do it on like a Wednesday afternoon? And, they, and then they see like they see Wales like a week later at the coffee shop and uh, Wales just blanks them. Just like Wales, like Wales, like. It sends like a DM to like Ireland to help them move their shit like secretly <laughs> while England's at work on a Wednesday, and yeah. Ireland's like, "I got you, man." Yeah, um, right. And so like right. England just gets home at like six that night, and Wales is gone. Yeah, <laughs> Wales yeah. is just gone. That would be that would be the walk of shame for England. Oh man! And I want to make it clear that that I have nothing against the English people no. because I am an American person. Most my of them country, are a delight. My country has done awful things, and most of us that I've met are a delight too. And I think it's you know the people, but boy. Uh, Britain is a failed experiment at this point. 
Oh man, those are my people you're talking about. The people that I'm visiting at this very moment. I hope you, I hope you aren't now forgetting what this podcast contains. <laughs> and, and you're in England. You're you like, hey what? guys, we should check out this newest podcast in my podcast. Let's I'm all sure listen it together please, in your pubs. Please, English people, if you need to educate me or something on this, at me. But I'm telling you, as a person from a country who's done terrible things, I, you make American jokes all day long. Because yeah, we're pretty bad too. But not us as individuals, and not you as individuals. The people in charge all suck. Alright, that was Jay Mouse with the Why Can't We All Just Get Along speech. It's, it's my, that's my uh, Bernie Sanders stump speech. We should change that and have a good person there. <laughs> I do it for Jeremy Corbyn, but um, uh, rest in peace, F. F to pay respects to Jeremy Corbyn, and I hope he has a good life making jam and, and saying good things for the rest of his life. And that was the unnecessary apology corner. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I've got a very, I've got a very serious question. I've got a very serious question. Put a pin in that. Sorry, real quick. A very serious aside, and then take the reins back. Okay. Is Jeremy Corbyn famous for jam? Is that why you said that? He's a thingy. He makes jam. Yes, he makes his own jam. I know this because what is a jam maker? I follow leftist. I follow international leftists. Probably a jam maker. I feel like most people like historically like haberdasher, where you wouldn't even get. And I don't know that jam is a staple enough that you get to the point where you just like a cart right because like a jarmator. My only cultural knowledge of the UK. My cultural knowledge of the UK comes from three things Monty Python, Mr. Bean, and UK leftists. And so I know about Jeremy Corbyn's jam thing. Um but prior to that I want and I want to come back to this we we had talked about Also the U seven Nation Army is didn't a we, uh, for Jeremy Corbyn one time come up with a show idea that was just you apologizing for things. Yes, Indeed, I that have was, recorded that was an episode three of them. a long time I recorded ago. I will tell you this, I have recorded three pilots. I put them up on SoundCloud, did a long time ago. My microphone is iffy right now and I think it might be a bad cable and right. I'm living on high four figures right now. So <laughs> uh, I put up three episodes. If you search for J Apologies on SoundCloud, it might be on there. I don't know. Oh man, so can you give us a little like sample of what kind of J Apologies you were doing? Um, you... Well, it's not the same without the background music and the mixing and the audio and the quality work that I do. Oh, um, well, sorry for <laughs> thinking that you could maybe just off the cuff some of your material, okay, okay, which is um, always so overwritten. Tell me. What's interesting, some... what we need to figure out is somebody <laughs> figure out where is the first episode where this happened? How, how long has it been since the last J-Pology. Uh, 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 Alan Mirren. About a year I don't half. know where we are. We're a month in the future. I don't know what episode you're on in either time. By the time you've heard this, there will be a 87 Please figure J-Pologies. out. Figure, start tracking J-Pologies, please. I want to I wanna start doing that again. <laughs> I like the idea that we leave memos for Alan Mirren just in the... <laughs> just I like the fact that, that Alan Mirren the body of the kinda, he doesn't listen anymore. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah. the, has Alan he completely Mirren. stopped? I thought he just way really slowed know. down. I, think he stopped, I don't know. I don't you know what? drinking as much, you know, and he, he would only listen no, we've said his Fair name three enough. times, so if Alan Mirren is to appear, he would. That's true. Yeah. So I guess we're just going to have to wait. I wait for this to air. He at least is going to feel like a real hot feeling on his neck right now mm-hmm. at 11 p.m. on a Saturday. Oh my god, it's so funny that you were on this it? show that you were doing the apologies because I'm like, weren't we writing a show or Jay something? Like I did three of them and they were sort of um, like I did a draft where I went through it by myself and just talked it to myself and then I'm like, okay, that's good. Let's build on that and then I recorded it. Nice. And sometimes nice. I did a second take, but like, there's a music background, there's a, uh, 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 some stuff that, uh, me and Zach White and Joe Noe used to do on, uh, KJHK, uh, fucking 2008, 2007, 2009. Those three years in no particular order. 
It's true. Um, I got interviewed by them, but yeah. not you one time for well, Victor they, they with were Carrie in Jackson. They were, and, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and we used to do a weird KJHK show. They were students doing stuff there. I was not, and I was not super allowed to be doing all the work I was doing to be there, but... Um, I went to a lot of stuff where Zach Zach White is a man who I hope is listening to this, and sh- he has a gift for finding free Hashtag food. Is Zach White listening? Hashtag is Zach White listening? If a tree falls into a forest, is Zach White there? Answer that, Zach White. He had a gift for finding free food, and he would tell me over and over <laughs> again, "Hey, KJHK is having a meeting, and there's going to be free pizza there." You should come to it because you do a lot of work on our show. And if anyone asks, yeah, you're a student. Who's going to care? <laughs> and he was right. They're certainly not going to card you. One time he printed off five coupons that he got off the Internet um, that were identical that he just put in Photoshop and was able to print out a bunch of that said a free, one free Quiznos for Zach White. Now, it was a promotion they were running where it was supposed to be one sub per person. Mm-hmm. Fifteen submarine sandwiches were purchased by three men over the course of a week and a half <laughs> by these coupons, and nobody. And a couple times, I was like third to do it, like, uh, uh, and they'd look up at it and they'd say, "Zach White, all right, whatever," because nobody they didn't pay enough at Quiznos. I used to work there. So, <laughs> man, that reminds me. You really buried the lead of yeah. that story, so, which should have been. I, I remember, worked at Quiznos. Here's, no, I, I you, know, and that's really. I got a lot of questions about that. For free food. Mm-hmm. Ask Zach White. Find, see, seek him out. Not the one. There's a bunch of Zach Whites, probably. Yeah, because I'm a friend. I friended the wrong one, and I got a very nice <laughs> comedian from. Like, uh, from Oklahoma. Oh, very nice comedian from Oklahoma. No, this yeah. is a very nice comedian from, uh, uh, Leavenworth, Kansas, who I don't know where he, Virginia, I think he lives, I don't remember exactly where he lives now, because I'm a bad friend. And. <laughs> it's okay. You're a bad friend to a lot of people. That's, that's I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm a bad friend to myself. I have a question. Was, was, uh, <laughs> Was well, was subs for Zach White coupons the best like dodge you ever played on a corporation? Oh hell no! I'm just trying to. My favorite. I can't talk about the best. <laughs> it's one true. I've done. My favorite one, and now I feel like statute of limitations done because they no longer exist. But and also it, it was it was all above board. But it, at a point, Hastings used to have like a you could like trade in DVDs to them. They had this policy for a while where it's like if you traded in a certain amount of DVDs, you could get like a DVD box set. And it was just a setup thing. <laughs> and so we would go to the dollar store and buy dollar store DVDs and roll in. So we would go and spend like $30 yeah. at the dollar store and get like fucking 10 DVD box sets <laughs> at Ace Things. And then like they started to get wise and started to be like, no, we don't do that anymore. But not everyone knew it. So you would roll in and for a while you could still do it. And I had so many DVD box sets and nowhere near the number that a lot of people were pulling. They were doing like hundreds of dollars at the dollar store getting <laughs> DVD box sets. And there was a point there where you see all the used DVDs at, at Hastings. And there was like ate an aisle. <laughs> that was dollar store movies. <laughs> where they were trying to also now charge like $4 for them on sale at Hastings. Marked down for used DVDs. Uh, and they were like, oh right. man, there were some amazing titles in there. I kept a couple. We got, we got like <laughs> they were a minute too good left. To sell. We got a minute left. Can I propose a very quick segment? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 play F, press F to pay respects corner for Lawrence, Kansas stuff that was here. A half price books. <laughs> have to pay respects. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, how do we, how do we pay respects? What's, what's, we press F. 
and then you say it, and come on. What is, is this a is Gen this X a, listen millennial thing? I, yeah. I don't understand. Well, yeah, it's from a video game where there was a very solemn scene, and it popped <laughs> up on the screen. Does have to pay respects at a funeral? <laughs> and that was part of the game. And so that's why I don't do know it. if you've ever like uh, noticed that like the death of an institution or something mm-hmm. that's less serious than like maybe the death of an actual person. But there's like maybe a comment there where people just put F. That's Ah, what that is. Okay. So, um, yeah. yeah. I've been very online since 1990. I'm the internet correspondent for Double you're, you're a deep web guy. Uh, really, that's pretty well, deep web. Uh, yeah, that's, for... that's real deep web. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not just a thing that's been on Twitter for a while. Nope, that's total deep web. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay respects, press F to pay respects to Food Flask from back in those old 1A5 Park 25 days. Like where we'd roll out there, we'd take we'd take an elaborate order, and we would go and walk around and get a bunch of stuff, and some of it was on the list. But I remember one time, like it was, I think it was like me and Gauss and Ryan, I don't know, but like uh, time after time was playing, and like you know Ryan just got lost in reverie and was just singing it at the front of Food Flesh. We're like, it's time to go, man. We gotta have ice cream. It's starting to melt, and we had to like leave him there because he just kept singing the song along to it, and then we're just like, we're gonna start walking. We got frozen, man. I really took for granted. But he was feeling it, man. I've never, I've never, I've never been as emotionally vulnerable as as he was singing time after time in the front of Food for Less. And I feel like that's a huge criticism on me. Yeah. (laughs) Having a grocery store. Listeners, think about like where you could have been more emotionally vulnerable and you decided not to be and like feel, feel bad about it, I guess, is the, that's what I'm leaving you with. No one dies and on their deathbed is like, I should have been less emotionally vulnerable. Exactly. A couple people probably did, and you know what? They're going to hell. Yep. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>